0: And you clearly don't value what I do as a drag queen. And that is also. Fine. I'll be 100% honest with you. Now that I've seen you here, you are 20 times the drag queen you are in the outside world. Because for the past 10 years, I've seen Davina in a red wig and a silver dress. Bullshit, Vivian. And I know exactly. Bullshit. But I've, I've Bullshit. seen. Bullshit. A red wig and a silver dress? I don't think. Oh, whatever. I've worn that silver dress maybe 10 times in my entire career. You've just won the challenge i'm so proud of you for that and i'm trying to tell you that i would have chosen you cheryl and bagger you're not hearing that i'm hearing anything you're hearing of... you're hearing i wouldn't have chose you first and you're fucking pissed about that Tell me anybody else in this workroom who has a four and a half octave range. Tell me anybody else who can sing in five languages. Tell me anybody else who can do that all while doing the splits. Tell me anybody else who has 15 years of experience of directing production shows. Wow. So my question is, is DDC going a little OTT about all of this?
1: (laughs) Well, she's certainly being a sensitive Sandy. She's in her feelings. She felt kind of cast aside. I don't know if, I don't know. I totally get this. I th- When she said, I'm just always last on the list with you, there are some moments when you feel like no one is seeing how great you think you are or how hard you are working and no one is giving you the credit that you feel you deserve. And the problem with that is that and she learns this or realizes this or remembers this when she talks to Katia. I love that she says Katia. Katia. <laughs> She's, she re- she remembers. She's like, oh, their opinion doesn't even matter. Why am I, oh my God, why am I totally distracted by needing the Vivian's approval? And uh, she, she was not there at the start of this episode. I totally get it. I guess
0: to sort of challenge it or play devil's advocate is because and because we've seen a bit of this with Davina where it's like what she's reacting to in the moment is just that the Vivian hesitated slightly on who she would have chosen (laughs) for her group and the DDC went off and I guess I'm just kind of wondering if like this is maybe a bit of projection where it's like maybe what this is Davina is you're not seeing how great you are and you're pointing all these fingers. You're not seeing it. You're not you're you're discrediting me. You're not, you're selling me short. You don't think I can do this stuff. But it's like that was the narrative I feel like she was starting that, that she's been kind of having this whole season of like, I just don't think I'm delivering. It's like I think she's just not seeing how great she's doing because the output has been so good that like it's more about Like, yes, it's about realizing that it doesn't matter what the Vivian things, but more importantly, it's about being able to see, oh, and believe, oh, no, I am really good at this. So I don't know. I just I think this has nothing to do with the Vivian.
1: I, I hear you on that. And even on this podcast, not that she was listening to this podcast during filming, but even on this podcast, because of how the competition started, we were like, oh, the Vivian's definitely going. And it wasn't until, like, episode three or four that, you know, I piped up and I'm like, well, Davina DeCampo is going to make top three, right? And it's like, why did it take us so long to be, like, Davina's great before we were like, oh, Vivian's great, right? I don't know. Did did it really take us
0: that long to see that Davina had something special?
1: It it didn't take us that long, but I think uh, in – it, the Vivian came first. It was. It's always the Vivian, and I feel like in the workroom, and we've talked about this dynamic during the Untuck segments in the workroom. That the Vivian is kind of the queen that all of the girls go to or look to for her approval. Even in this episode, she offers her suggestions. She offered something wrong suggestions. She is kind of the that girl, and I also think that. Davina was getting in her own head, to agree with you, getting her in her head. But it did have to do with the Vivian in the sense that she wasn't in the Confidence Corner Club. I do feel like she was like, why is she, you know, hooking up with Baga and Crystal? And it's like because they were winning at the start and Davina wasn't. And she was you know, second guessing herself and feeling like, why isn't the Vivian taking me seriously and kind of using the Vivian, you're right, as kind of this little projection. But I do think it has to do with the dynamic that the Vivian has in the workroom.
0: Well, I think that if, you know, and it's hard to kind of see this from the inside of it, but I think that Davina's spot in this competition, as a queen who is consistently doing really well and, um, yet is not kind of sitting in that queen's throne is not sitting there with the spotlight of oh there's the there's our front runner there's so much pressure on that and i think that you know to like from my point of view i would love to be in Davina's position where it's like i i know what i'm doing i've got you know experience on my side i am i know what my drag is i have ideas i'm quick i'm witty um and i'm going to just keep killing it because if you look through the whole season i don't think she's i don't think she's stumbled at at any point so
1: No, but here's the thing. So one of your points was, oh, she kind of went off after Vivian you know, paused slightly before picking her. But she kind of has her seats because the Vivian comes back to her and she's like, well, you know, I've only really only seen you before this competition in a red wig and a silver dress. And it's like, well, there's the Vivian telling her exactly what she was fearing.
0: Oh, that she's just like—that's all she overlooks. Her, yeah, Yeah. a red wig and a silver dress. I don't think I, I you know,
1: well, you're missing the look. Ugh, that. Well, we're on a podcast, so I I can't really. I know. I I, I
0: actually am (laughs) doing the look. You just can't see me. So I, I uh, I don't know what Uh, you're talking uh, about.
1: (laughs) Well, just call me a basic hun, Mary. Yeah. You okay, Hun? You okay, Hun? <laughs> oh, I, you know. Thank you to the Mary that sent us all of those great references and resources for Hun culture. Uh, I totally now get what Cheryl's lyric meant, and I just love pointing out things that are a basic Hun. Um, I do kind of still love the fact that there might be a comma after basic. You're a basic Hun.
0: <laughs> You're a basic Hun. <laughs>
1: But I, I appreciate uh, the kind way that, uh, that Mary was helping me out as opposed to calling me stupid, which she definitely didn't. Well, <laughs> you, you okay, hon? I'm just worried because I know that when the episode comes out, people are going to just rant in. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. This is how I see it because, first of all, We are recording this within like 12 hours, 18 hours of the episode coming out in the UK. So I have not been up all night, you know. I did a little Googling today to understand finally what a scouse is, (laughs) but so, so take two seats. I'm doing research, but... There's so many references here. There's so many things we're going to get wrong. And like I kind of feel like we don't have to get it all right. We just have to talk about it. And if we get it wrong and someone gets so upset that they have to yell at us about it, that's on them. That is on on them. them. I have never gotten so upset by the wrong author of a cookbook, RuPaul's Mistake, Not My Mistake, that (laughs) I needed to tell somebody how upset I was. Totally. So... I can't answer to those those actions cuz I don't understand them. I don't right. understand them and I won't respond to them. Right.
1: And and just it was a slip of the tongue by calling uh Peggy Mitchell Penny Mitchell. Uh <laughs> I was I was obviously fantasizing about Penny Marshall and missing her. Can so. anyone
0: blame you? <laughs> yeah. Oh beep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh beep. Oh
1: I beep. I love that. I love yeah. that. Oh beep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to the Vivian and Davina. I guess this is kind of relevant, right? Where, you know, you say the wrong thing and somebody just kind of jumps all over you. And I feel like the Vivian kind of said the wrong thing and uh, Davina went off the deep end. This rant, it kind of reminds me, it puts me, it puts Davina in the Shangela-Aja canon, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Tell uh, Tell me anybody else in this workroom has a four octave range. Tell me anybody else. I feel like there's, A a single opportunity, a music single for Davina here called called Tell Me Anybody Else. I just would love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you could could produce it, you know? Uh, An MNEK and (laughs) QRS production. BLT. BLT. (laughs) Ella Menop.
1: Ella Menop. I love it. Anyway, uh, when I was with Cheryl when she said Medic. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. That was so funny. It was so, like, (laughs) flatly delivered and just, like, bemused. Like, she was just kind of, like, folding a scarf, like, I'm a medic. Uh. I just, I, I just need to say at the top of this episode, Cheryl. 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 I think that I'm going to come away from this season just appreciating Cheryl the way I appreciate, uh, you know, all the other pizza queens. She, it is, she is, it is decided.
1: Oh beep yeah oh this, beep. this whole segment was edited so well. You have the perfume spray that Cheryl has uh, I after uh, it was after Davina says uh, I don't think so. It, oh so good. it was well so good.
0: just to be to be specific Davina just says a red wig and a silver dress I don't think. Just think, she doesn't yes. even finish. Just, oh right, I no, don't just think so. Right, I don't think that nuance uh, is God so it, important. That's so
1: good. I, don't, I think. don't think I've already made a gif. It's I yeah. just uh, the lips, God. the eyes. Yes, yeah. and uh-huh. even even the nuance. Not, uh, I guess it's nuance because you know that look when the Vivian comes over to Davina talking with the girls, and it's just like, hey, what's going on over here? And mm. Davina has that look like. Hi. Mm. Just that, like, fuck you smile on her face.
0: Yeah, it's Uh. like she, it's like when somebody comes over and you know that you're going, all you need is, like, a tiny window (laughs) to start the fight. Like, give me something. Just ask me how I am. Ask if everything's okay. Give me a prompt. Give me a yes and, and I will go off on you. And, like, that's what she's waiting for. And I know that feeling when you're just like ooh, ooh, i need to say it come on pull the tab you know <laughs> you know it's like when i
1: walk into a straight bar you know and i'm just mm-hmm. like just some- somebody hi hi hi,
0: hi. <laughs> just find a seat at the bar and keep your right. head down right
1: right the bartender comes over to me and i'm just waiting for them to say a vodka soda <laughs> yeah
0: let me guess Like, there I am. I'm practicing how to say Moscow Mule so I don't (laughs) stumble when he asks. Can I get a Moscow Mule?
1: Rolling Rock, please. Yeah. (laughs) You know,
0: know, Rolling Rock. (laughs) That always makes me think of, this is a super deep cut, but hysterical blindness when they go to the bar. They're like, okay, we're going to get a Rolling Rock and a shot. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yes. And, of course, I don't drink the rolling rot. I just have the shot and give the rolling rock to somebody else. Ugh, I don't even
0: know, like, rolling rock. Is that because it just tastes like river water running over some pebbles? Like, what's a rolling rock?
1: Yeah, Mary, I don't know. I don't know. It's like Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's it's like, you know, just piss water. Downstream from Zima. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, basically, (laughs) it's like Pabst. I can't fucking say that. Bread, which is also why I hate it. It's like Pabst. PBR. It's like PBR. And uh, people drink it. I am, I you know, every, uh, Mary's co- come at me gently. Um, yeah. But I, I believe that people drink PBRs because of the label and not because of the taste. Either the label or the price. And I believe the same with Rolling Rock. It's It's not because of the taste, Mary.
0: Yeah, I'm not a beer person and I'm I know that some people they appreciate, you know it, it it's it's got a hoppiness to it. It's so hoppy. So like, it's so weedy. Yeah. It's so weedy. Yeah. It's um, chippy. Yeah. It's this chippy tea that I'm drinking. Um uh by the way, I know a tea is not like tea like spilling tea it's like dinner um fun fact before anyone hops on their skateboard and heads on over to oh, our twitter the skateboard I know. um <laughs> I remember that because when I lived in Australia, it always stuck with me. I remember when I was the first time I was there when I was studying abroad. There was this girl, and she was talking about this boy who she was dating, who she really liked. And I remember her always saying, "Yeah, he cooked me tea. He cooked me tea." Mm. And uh, and it just was so strange to me. Instead of like he made me dinner, he cooked me tea. That was the expression. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, so. it's
1: you know, it, it takes a fine man to cook some tea. So yeah,
0: he cooked some tea. I was like, all yeah. right, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds like meth to me, Mary, but, you know, (laughs) hey, whatever fills you up, buttercup.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, Mary, I this this opening of this episode was so good. Unfortunately, you know, certain things happen later, but there were some high moments in this episode that I'm really excited to talk about. I'm glad that we got to talk about this one. I was rooting for Davina even though I saw the Vivian's point. You know, I'm just kind of like, uh, this seems like a lot of drama for safe, you know?
0: I agree. And I think, you know, especially watching it a second time and having seen the whole episode and kind of having seen everything we saw from the Viv. And and while I will say at the at the start, I don't necessarily agree with the judging this week.
1: Right, same. The,
0: the reality same. TV side of yes. things in terms of the Vivian, I have a very deep appreciation for her. And so watching it again, I was kind of like, Yeah, I don't think she was trying to be shady. I think she just said the wrong thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Like, I don't know. She could have picked Cheryl first and then Davina immediately. It wouldn't have mattered. She could have picked Davina first and Davina still would have found something, right? I don't know. Well, it's like, because ultimately it's like,
0: she's invalidating somebody in the room. It's like, okay, well, if I'm not picking Baga, I'm saying that she's not good, but she's a great singer. If I'm not picking, you know what I mean? Like, Davina is taking this personally, but there's there's five other, or there's four other girls in the room, or five other girls, whatever, four other girls in the room that like, You know, I can't do math or spell. And I'm sitting here in woman's clothing, you know, recording a podcast. You
1: know? And you went to boys' private school.
0: Yeah, and I did go to boys' private school. Did me no good. Um, <laughs> practically ruined men for me. And so, mm. um, oh, God.
1: Ruining so, men. <laughs>
0: Ruiningmen.tumblr.com. No, yeah. that's
1: my memoir, Mary. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ruining men. And it's a picture of you in front of a green screen of some ruins. <laughs> just... <laughs>
1: oh God! No, you know what? It's probably a picture of Kermit the Frog puppet holding open its, you know, hand pouch. <laughs> oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah, Kermit doing the goatsy. Yeah. Um,
1: do you, you know that d- goatsy? Goat goat do you I, know I, that I reference? Goatsy, like no, uh, no, 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 no.
0: He's not. He's not. Um, hey, I'm just here on the couch spreading my <laughs> asshole. No. Do you know? I don't. <laughs> if I had a nickel every time I said that. I'd have 37 cents. My finger slipped once. So, um, <laughs> um, <coughs>
1: okay. no, I, what, I don't want it?
0: to, Oh, it's so like, and Mary's like not safe for life. If you don't know this reference, don't look it up. I'll tell you what it is. So you don't, it's it, so it's, I think I, it, I've always pronounced it in my head. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Goatseed G O A T S E. And it is um, an image of uh, this man like spreading his very stretched asshole open. Great. <laughs> um, and it became oh, kind beep. of a- oh Beep. <laughs> oh yeah Beeb excuse I'm <laughs> me oh yeah it's that's it's incredible I've uh, I've seen this I've, yeah it's. You could lose. You could lose an earring. You know. So, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so for for Marys of a of slightly older age uh, and a sicker predilection as us, you'll know this reference. And for younger Marys or Marys who are not into looking at pictures of men stretching their assholes open, uh, you're welcome. You're very welcome.
1: <laughs> Great. So with that, and on that note, let's uh, start talking about this fabulous slash uh, reality TV Episode and let our Marys know what they're listening to.
0: Well, I think opening with Goatsy has kind of really lowered the the expectation, so I can really do any accent now. And people are like, "Well, I'm already ruined." So at this point, let's just go for it, ruined. Um, This is another episode of All All Right Mary. All Right Mary. All Right Mary, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race the world of drag race and the paradigm, I can't help but I love saying it that way, that RuPaul's created with this BBC TV show. Uh,
1: I'm Johnny, and put them back on, it's filth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm Colin, and Cheryl is the reason I'm here today, girls. So... (laughs)
1: Oh, what a great line. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, oh, I love it. I just... I, it's like, we get it. Are girl groups your thing? Do you love Cheryl Hole? Have you been performing girl groups throughout your entire life? Have they inspired all of your choreography? Were you gutted when all <laughs> girls Aloud broke up when you were 10? Uh, what world do I live in?
1: Oh, I love it. I just... I love that. I love that. Because you know what? I don't know. That's like a very real thing. I think of like... In sync, backstreet boys. Oh, it's uh, so real. I, yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. so
0: real. It's so valid. It's so true. I'm laughing at it because I get it and I, I know who she is and it's all genuine. And it just goes towards what I love about Cheryl is she's just like hundred and ten percent Shazza, you know? Shazza. I just. She just will not stop being herself. And I just think that's adorable.
1: Well, you know, if we're going to kick off this discussion, I think it would be interesting talking about the reality TV aspect of this episode. For me, having Cheryl on as a guest, it was either the the producers were like, oh, Cheryl Hole's going to win this week. Or, oh, Cheryl Hole needs to lip sync and win this week. Do you know what I mean?
0: Uh, 110% I kind of thought Cheryl was going to win. And then when I thought about it, it's like Cheryl lip syncing to Cheryl in front of Cheryl. I mean, that's going to happen. That has to happen. Yeah, Gold.
1: Gold. Um, There is no way that whoever went up against Cheryl in that lip sync that they were going to win because this was the TV moment. It's Cheryl lip syncing to Cheryl in front of Cheryl, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Natalie Cole is sitting right there. I don't want her thinking this drag queen fucked up my song.
1: <laughs> Bravo, I mean, Mary. Bravo.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, be.
1: if you know what, if Cameron's name was Shania, that whole moment would have gone differently.
0: Oh, exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. No, it was, it was, I, I, um, uh, it's I appreciate that they made this happen or that they needed to make this happen but it's a shame because like I'll say right now Cheryl's ad was my favorite
1: okay okay great we we heard from a wonderful Mary uh, last night after the episode uh, we got an email from a a clear Cheryl fan and I am also a Cheryl fan you are a Cheryl super fan
0: I'm a Shazastan. <laughs> Shazistan. I'm a new I'm a new country,
1: Shazastan. <laughs> anyway, I so I do believe that there is inherent bias. And that's what's so strong and so cool and dynamic about these types of episodes, because they can edit the commercials to kind of all be the same. And I mean be the same in that they all did the same amount of great. You know what I mean? I feel like all five of these commercials, all five of these ads, were great. Or, in your opinion, maybe some of them weren't. But it, they were all edited so that you believe your your stand, your favorite, was great. And I, for me, like Davina's was brilliant. Bagas was hilarious right and then you have the vivian and there are people that think the vivian killed it i i do believe that her hairography was nuanced as fuck and that's kind of what could have pushed her over the edge but i think that all of the ads were equally great and in that same breath i'll say they were equally bad i
0: think they were all safe in that none of them was like Jiggly Caliente trying to sell boxing, you know, <laughs> um, which, yeah. <laughs> what should I do? How to eat a pound of chicken? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, that's what you need to do. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you like the way they smell, can you? You like, like, like the, the way, the way I kind like of can you you Kenya you like the smell. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, I like the smell.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I I think that they were all safe. Um, even blues, I think, was safe in some ways. Her, there was an efficiency to hers that I appreciated.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
0: Um, but I I I will say that, like, I mean, you know, just to cut right to it, like I. I could have seen the Vivian and Bagga in the bottom.
1: Um, I don't think uh, you know what, I will say this. It could have gone either way for Vivian's runway. I loved it, believe me. I loved it. That like it was straight off of the runway from Drag Race Thailand in my opinion. There was drama, it was a production, it was conceptual, it was great. And on Drag Race, that is a high risk because they can either call this high couture or they can call this trash and point out all of the mistakes, yeah. And and they chose not to because it's reality TV and it's the Vivian and the Vivian couldn't go against Cheryl this week.
0: Yeah, I guess I just like the Vivian. I mean, the thing is, like Vivian's you know scouse wife. It, it, that's so my kind of thing. Like I I loved it, and I think like, Cheryl was like, oh yeah, the rollers and the robe and all that. I can I can I, I appreciate that like this sort of tradition of drag in the UK is so like reverent and in love with, you know, th- these middle aged goosey ladies. Like mm. I just I I'm like the oh I'm so, berries. Yeah. yeah. And and just like that's so that's so right up my alley. Right on my alley even, Miss Ho. But it felt kind of I was like, okay, I mean yeah like it felt very like ham and cheese standard sandwich there was like add some aioli, put some chips on the sandwich do something extra um that that's elevating it beyond like standard old lady drag um, or middle-aged housewife drag you know i will
1: uh, yes i agree and i will say this there i i love the i'm dripping shot i love the hierography. i just feel like each was its own reference to a, a specific 80s girl, especially the faces that she made with each hair flip. But when it, it was, it's interesting about these ads, you didn't hear the judges laughing throughout. You mm-hmm. only heard them laughing right after. And after Vivian's, I was actually surprised to hear them laughing so hard. Same.
0: I, I was expecting them to say, well, this doesn't really tell us anything about you. You're kind of playing a character. Um Yeah, you know. yes, agree. This isn't really the Vivian. This is a this is this like middle aged housewife yes. who like is not part of your your I could see Baga doing that. Right. You know? Right. Um and, and so it and, it was and, that
1: was strange. And you know, we're all right, Mary, but like the whole concept of the commercial, it's just tired and old, right? Oh, old women have dry vaginas. Right? It's like that oh, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, Groundbreaking. It's like I get that it's you know uh, you know oh Johnny you're taking the piss out of it. It's like okay yeah you're right yeah and I can yeah. laugh at that. I get the I get the humor right. I get that it's funny to some people like whatever. It's like you know watching somebody tell a knock knock joke. But I that's what it was to me. It was just a knock knock joke. It's like okay yeah we've heard this.
0: Yeah it, yeah postmenopausal vaginal dryness for spring groundbreaking exactly. <laughs> it's just not it's that's exactly what it is it's just it's not like i think to kind of what i loved about cheryl's and what i i mean i will never not laugh at that finger at that third finger i will never not laugh at that that is so (laughs) funny to me and that and i know that she doesn't even know she's doing that with that kind of bit wins for me that that is so funny and when it cuts to her on that Shay's lounge at the beginning there's just this twinkle of like gorgeous stupid sweetness that it's i agree fully, it's fully convicted there's an energy there where i was like if the challenge is to sell your brand i am getting again 100% shazza right now whereas with the vivian i'm getting this like this weird housewife and like there's that yeah that moment the reveal of i'm dripping and she's giving kind of that diane ladd realness and i love that moment but then the rest of it was just sort of like
1: it took a while it took a while to get there because there was only one character that i was seeing i mean yeah she threw the baby uh but there was only one she was in she had the same face and posture for the first two scenes before she drank the water. Mm -hmm. And, and that to me, I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the punchline. Oh, great. She's moist now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good. Now she's a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. Great.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. You know that the whole Cheryl and the fingers thing, I, I, I went to a very dirty place because I heard Graham Norton saying edge in now A bit more, yeah. A bit more, and I'm like, oh, girl,
0: (laughs) yeah. It's uh, in and up a one-woman show,
1: (laughs) as opposed to in and out a one-man show. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sure. More like share a hole, yeah.
1: Tear a hole.
0: Well, with those nails, I would be worried. I would be worried.
1: (laughs) That should be the name of her memoir. Yeah. <laughs> with those nails. With those um, nails. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the reality TV aspect of this episode was not lost on me. I, I do think that Cheryl needed to be in the bottom, as or, or win, right? But mm-hmm. she wasn't going to win, because then uh, Blue Hydrangea would have needed to be in the bottom with the Vivian or Baga, and I... Baga was clearly not ready to lip sync. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there was a yeah. lot of that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess if they, they could have put the Vivian in the bottom again and she could have sent Blue home and it could have been like, oh, girl, like you need to pull it together. Are you are you circling the drain here? Um, because I, I don't know. I mean, it made sense to me that Blue went home this week because, you know, if you don't really know what, who you are or what your drag is, then like you, you got Club Kid shoes on and Dracula, you know, mm. Um I I don't know. I mean, I think the fact that Baga was like, yeah, I don't know the words. I kind of feel like that to me also feels like a curse. Like that feels like a it's, this is Valentina all over again. And I feel like if you're shown disregarding the like process of like, yeah, well, I don't know. That's I don't know the words. It is what it is. I kind of feel like that feels like a bad omen. You know, Yeah,
1: I agree. I definitely agree. I I can't help but wonder, and maybe we can move the conversation into a different place here, but I can't help but wonder if one of the reasons why The Vivian won this week is to echo the conversation that happened in the workroom around, uh, you know, the culture of drag queens and nightlife performing and mm-hmm. The Vivian's struggle with addiction. And I, I, it would be weird if then she was in the bottom, right? We've critiqued Drag Race for having a queen kind of tell their story and then they're in the bottom and then they go home. You know what I mean?
0: Sure. The Blair St. Clair situation. Thank you. Just like, I mean like, and then it's like, but at the same time, it's like she had chosen at that moment to, to share her story and was going to be in the bottom either way. And so it's kind of like, can you avoid that? You know? I mean, I think, I think it is a really tricky situation, where it's like you want a queen to tell her story, but it has to kind of intersect with her having a storyline that episode. And if she's just like, you know, Dita it through the competition, then like where's the room to kind of like stop and tell that story, mm. except unless you're doing really well or you're doing poorly.
1: I, I think that it, it helped, uh certainly, for the Vivian to share her story. Um, oh, but Um But I don't yeah. think that's why she did it. You know what I mean?
0: No, I mean, and I think they could have, this it was kind of like this is the week to talk about alcohol and drugs and addiction. so this is the week for you to share your experience. And like as much as you know sometimes there is that shoehorning, I feel like with this topic, I feel like with this audience, I mean I, I think, you know, drinking is a problem all over the world, but you know it's, I think that anybody can appreciate a, a message about maybe, it can get it can get the best of you. It can uh, you don't know how to leave it at the club, so to speak. Um, I thought this week's social justice corner was like the most relevant one.
1: I agree. I definitely. I think that it could have gone one step further. And maybe it's because of lack of time. Maybe these queens haven't gotten there. Maybe the conversation is too big. But I do feel like the conversation kind of stopped when by the Vivian saying, "Oh, you're." You get this high from performing, and then when you get off stage, you want that high again, right? You kind Mm -hmm. of get addicted to it, and so then you look for that high again when you get off stage. And I feel like the next step in that conversation is, why do we need the high in the first place? And the, the idea that it's all a defense mechanism to avoid seeing... The way things are right now. Right. So that like you are addicted to the high when you're off stage, because when you're off stage, you have to face what's real.
0: And I think the question is like, what what about being on stage is the high? Is it the validation? Is it yes. getting to do your right. art? You know, because if it's like exactly. I'm on stage, like doing what I love. I think that high is very different. I think it's about like that desire doesn't go away. You just like channeling that into other things, you know? Um, right. And yeah, so, that but high does it, not go
1: away. You're right. Um, yeah. Or the
0: desire for it or whatever, the, the craving for it. But if it's like, oh, I want the validation. I want this sort of external thing to tell me I'm good enough to tell me I'm valid or to make me feel better. Yeah, Then then certainly that becomes really – that becomes a tricky situation because you can't – You can't replicate that, Mm. you know, Um, you can but you can like alter your reality, certainly to kind of feel that way again.
1: Yeah, I just feel like there's so many things that could interact with why you want to perform, like getting that validation, right? Because you aren't getting it in your day life. You're not getting it in your boy drag. You feel shame you felt invalidated when you were in school right connecting to last week's conversation uh it's just a different way to cope and also addiction is real right you do the drug at night that will get into your body and you'll want to keep doing it
0: yeah and and it so it ties in so much with what we've heard these queens and like Pretty much queens on every one of these shows talk about is like by getting into drag you access a certain level of self confidence and you access a certain part of yourself that like you don't have out of drag and and you feel better about yourself and I feel like that has to be addictive as well at least psychologically of like I want to be that version of myself and like there's that journey of like how do you channel that energy out of the drag how do you Mm. find that part of yourself out of the drag because it's still there. you just have to kind of like you don't you have to like have more faith in it because you're not looking at it in the mirror
1: sure yeah i think it's i think it's it's tricky especially when you grow up and you start doing drag so young and you find that armor and you find that piece of you that is inside of you that gets released when you do drag and you kind of get addicted to feeling that feeling but your day life does not offer the opportunity for you to connect to that person. Uh, maybe the drug as an inhibitor or uninhibitor, right, allows you to feel a little bit more free. Uh, and, and so then therefore you do it. It's like why people, you know, feel like they need to drink all the time, right? It's, it's just that same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it, you know, it creates a reality, a reality that you think feels better and then what happens is then without it reality
1: feels even worse
0: because mm. you're in withdrawal. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Well, uh big props to the Vivian. I I do yeah. think I mean like the the fact that her family doesn't know and she's going on TV talking about it, like that's
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and there's that moment. It's like after she says it's like, and for, you know, Mary's who want to go find it, it's like 29 minutes in. But when she says, I just want to have that platform to help other people. And then like that cuts back to her and she just like makes this face. It's just this, it's this micro moment of just like humanity of like, she's, she's told her story. There it is. Mm -hmm. And it's really like, it's such a humanizing moment with the Viv and it's very like, it really, that was the moment where I was like, okay. Ah, there's that, like, human moment. I see you. I see you. I see you. you. I still don't know what that's from. And it might even just be something that has mutated over the years right. from other things. From Strangers and with I, Candy. Yeah. Yes, yes, because there is the episode of Strangers with Candy that I thought it was from, but I may have— Put, you know, a bit of an italicis on that, you know. <laughs> uh, it might not be as big in reality. I saw but I, you. Wa- <laughs> I saw you. And I want to thank all the Marys who tried to help us figure out what it is. Oh, if yeah. anything, you've just given us more I saw yous. Right. And, and I love and,
1: that. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and along with, I'm your mother. And uh, come on. Uh, I saw <laughs> you is something... So this is—it's all good.
1: Dental plan. <laughs> Lisa
0: needs braces. I saw you. I'm your mother. Come on.
1: What about '80s glam rock? Expensive.
0: expensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to just take a second to talk about Graham Norton in this episode.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, well. Uh, take it. Take that second.
1: Um, one, okay, no. Yeah, um Graham, Great. Gra- that was fun. Gra- Graham Norton before this episode, I did not I saw as more of a dandy. I did not see him as a sexual person. But it was this very small moment. And don't get me wrong, Mary's, I believe that the editors put this moment in because of what he says to Blue later on the runway during the critique. He says, Oh, well you didn't use any props. And then Cheryl goes, and she uses the chaise lounge. So Cheryl asks for the chaise lounge, and she says, get your muscles working, please. And then they cut to Graham Norton kind of looking over at the Brit crew and going, yeah. And he just kind of, I, I, I was getting like major daddy face and major daddy vibes. And then mm-hmm. I could not help but see Graham Norton as a sex figure of sorts. And, you know, that might gross people out, whatever. Um, it, different strokes no, for different folks. I think Graham Norton is he's, he's a sexy guy.
0: I hes, he's oh, I think he's always been a sexy guy. Okay, I think, good. All right, I'm not oh, crazy. no, I don't All think right. that's weird. I think if you were like, ooh, that Alan Carr really gets <laughs> my hole dripping, you know, makes me want to share a hole with Alan Carr, I'd be like, okay, well, that's, um, that's taste. That's a taste that I, that's a, an acquired taste. Um, Graham <laughs> Norton, I think is always, I mean, I think he's, I think there's, with, what I like is that there's kind of like a, he's in on his own joke. He knows what he's doing. He, like, okay. And I kind of, you can kind of imagine that he puts on this whole bit in the Graham Norton show and all of that and on TV. And then when he comes home, it dresses down and there's just this kind of like, you know, like calmer frequency energy where all of this kind of congeals into just like cool, confident daddy energy. Mm. I that, So I get what you're picking up. I okay. saw the same thing this week. Yeah. Yeah. Him as a, I think it's him as a director kind of also gave him that opportunity yes. to like be like, oh, no, yeah, here, go for it. Go further with it. It's like, okay, dad, sure. Yeah. Uh, right, right. He's just trying <laughs> yeah. to help, He's trying to help buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> like, like, don't, don't give me that camp director charm, Graham, you know, it's like, <laughs> I love a good camp director. (laughs) Uh,
1: I know you love it. Oh, anyway.
0: Um, what, you know, wait, can I just say camp director? How perfect is that as an expression for drag race? Oh
1: my God. That's right. Camp Camp director. director. Yes. Um, I, uh, Ooh. Okay. So I'm thinking of either we talk about the mini challenge. We talk about Katia or we talk about the runway. Where do you want to go? Mary.
0: You just have nothing to say about the mini challenge, and it's not because I'm like, oh, this objectification. I don't care. It's because I have Tumblr on my phone. This doesn't do anything for me. Well, I, I just a- I'm like I'm so happy it's there, but I'm like,
1: underpants, whatever. Right. Well, first of all, this was on the BBC, so that's like I don't know. Yeah. it's kind of cool that they put this on the BBC. I mean, it, yeah. Cox it's balls. Old, fucking yeah. It, men. It's like, it's okay. It's old great.
0: school, like drag race, getting a little filthy, you know, uh, it's like when Rue would kind of, you know, do a poppers joke or a yeah. glory hole joke. Totally. It's, you know, bold jokes. Like it's, I, I'm appreciative of the kind of the smutty edge. Um, I feel like, you know, that, br- that brings me back to, to a certain energy with drag race. um, Yes. But it's, you know.
1: Yes, it's RuPaul the Cad. And we all know, if you listen to What's the Tea and watch earlier seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul is a cad. RuPaul is always thinking about something, you know, pervy and, you know, changing the words to things to be kind of sick. And, you know, we also have seen the cad face when Trinity K. Bonet is lip syncing with Adore Delano. Like, there's that, like, (sighs) ah. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. That's this inner energy. And that's, you know, and granted, I don't know if RuPaul is planning these things, but we do see RuPaul reacting to these mini challenges. Um, I guess the only thing I really want to say is that this will eventually fall out of fashion. It will eventually get way too dusty because, you know, uh, It's objectification and it's uh, men being exploited. It's this narrow view of beauty and sexiness. And with body positivity and representation right now being kind of a problem in the gay community, I think it will eventually catch up. Don't get me wrong. Like, I look at porn, but I don't know. I think that this will eventually catch up to itself. And I'm not critiquing it. I'm just thinking forward. Like, eventually, this. I don't think that audiences are going to be that cool with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, body positivity and body image and whatnot, I think that is a perennial problem for Mm. especially the gay male community. And We've talked about that a million times. And as much as, like, you know, uh, I mean, I feel like Tumblr on my phone, I feel like that's a a sort of good header for, like, yeah, there is accessibility to all different types of, like, you know, body types, and, you know, if you're into bears, you're into bigger guys, you're into hairy guys, you're into whatever. Um, I think that I think I I would I like the idea that this falls out of fashion, and then I think about well, first you have to climb over the like the Himalayas of Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. and OnlyFans and just for fans, where like it's totally still in fashion, and like anybody who can get like two thousand followers on Twitter and post some thirst trap pics is suddenly going to start an OnlyFans, you know? Right. And so it's I think that like. I think that for certain audience, I think that for, it's the kind of thing where it's not like everybody suddenly decides that like, oh, this is tired, but I think you kind of see that probably with, you know, over time in the gay male community, like body hair, where like over time, like people started to kind of like, you know, you know get get into that idea and start to see it. And I feel like that whole concept of like, you know, the hairy muscle daddy, it's like there was a time when it was like, well, muscle and, like, 27 was hot. And now – you know what I mean? So, like, it evolves. and I. I but I think that, like, that's, that, like, cheesecake, beefcake, you know, thirst trapping over the muscle dude, like, I don't think it's ever going to go away.
1: Oh, agreed. I mean, it's why – reports of you know really sexy guys that are hairless and muscly coming out will get more clicks than you know the black trans people being murdered in this country right yeah yeah, yeah. not to get too dark but like it, yeah whoa okay it's, it's yeah. like why it, that's how the media works It's how people's eyes work they'd rather look at that than you know than see something horrific um, mm-hmm. I, I, and don't get me wrong. Like, I am a, I love this mini challenge because I'm definitely a butt guy. I'm a thighs guy, and there was lots of butts and thighs, and I appreciated it.
0: There, there, there were. I, I just, you know, it's like again, uh, if if this challenge was uh was, if they really were commando, then I'm interested. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it's that's, just I, like... I
1: know what was what was up with that. It, you yeah. know what? So either. Does RuPaul not know what commando means, or do I not know that commando means something else? <laughs> well, I
0: think this was just a this was another episode of
1: Gotcha with right. Cheryl Hall.
0: <laughs> like they, they just gotcha'd. You got gotcha'd. But um, how
1: are you supposed to guess commando? You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, how are you supposed to guess any of them? It's uh... oh Mary,
1: I Davina did, and I believe I could have as well. <laughs>
0: Do you have a, do you have a system? Do you have a, what, what's your, what's your tried and true system for, for what's your identifying? technique? Uh, yeah.
1: well, it certainly has a lot to do with, with the push up. Um, and it also mm-hmm. has to do with the squeeze from the, from the sides. The squeeze. <laughs>
0: I noticed some heavy squeeze on that one. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, but turn around, th- let me see the squeeze on that
1: but you know that it wasn't i mean if it was commando it there would have been a lot more you know lumpy bumps if you will
0: oh, it it's not going to be i mean all of them are wearing a little bit of stuffing you know i it's mean it's all a hammock yeah yes yeah. uh and yeah, yeah. exactly there's cuz yeah it's like the, the jock straps where they have the little baggie that you put <laughs> you jump into and it kind of pr- pushes it forward a little bit and propels it. That's um, right. That's right. It lifts. Yeah, it, it lifts. lifts. It lifts. Yes. Um, um,
1: I will say because of this mini challenge, we got how does Tina Turner walk, which I loved. That was cute. And yeah. also, we got Kim Woodburn. I, I mean, it was great. I loved that.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I still have not really done my uh, done my homework on Kim Woodburn, other than knowing that she is. You know, a queen I haven't bowed to yet. Uh, you know, you
1: need to bow, Mary. You need to yeah. grab, grab the vacuum and bow. Um. Anyway, uh, that's right. the yeah. yeah. That's the mini her job. and Penny Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, yes, yes Penny, Penny Mitchell. Penny Mitchell. Penny Mitchell. Penny, for your thoughts. Uh yeah. Anyway, we also Pecky get Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> we also get uh, walkthroughs from RuPaul and. It's interesting because I think of walkthroughs. I've, I've started to look at walkthroughs because of Project Runway. Like, they're supposed to be really helpful, right? And in this episode, I did see her be really helpful with Baga. And that was really nice to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that she was being really helpful with Blue. I think she was being helpful with Bag. I feel like, yeah, Rue was doing that kind of, like, early seasons of, of U.S. Drag Race where it was, like, really giving feedback and really kind of having a conversation versus, like, Well, all right. I guess
1: (laughs) we'll see what happens. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I appreciated that. I appreciated that she mucked up the muck with Davina and the Vivian. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, oh, you know exactly what you're doing. This is great. Uh, yeah, then, when
0: she yeah. was like, oh, were the, did the girls confront you? Oh, uh, with, with with the Vivian? I mean, with the Vivian? With, was it? I'm just just throwing out just names. Guessing. Yeah, yeah. the Vivian? Was it her? Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I will say, with the Vivian and Davina, uh, I think the next scene or whatever, they were kind of making up in the mirror, and there was that shot of Cheryl smiling slightly when she sees kind of like the light through the clouds that they're laughing together. That Davina mm. makes the joke, and then they cut to Cheryl, and she's like, oh, they're friends again. Oh, it was such a nice little moment.
0: Oh, I know. Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl is, <laughs> Cheryl, it's, it's like the child of divorce in the room, you know? Oh, oh right. Oh. oh, and no one's fighting anymore? Okay, okay, good. <laughs> oh, it's safe to come out now. Um, oh, Mary. <laughs> I know. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah. Um, Cheryl whole because you got to hide away and wait because um, it leaves a hole. in Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Well, Mrs. I... Doubtfire said we had to. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Cheryl Hall in Mrs. Doubtfire, but as one of the kids, yeah. not, a, not as Mrs. Doubtfire. As, as
1: little Natty. Yeah, yeah as Natty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stuart Little's uh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, no, it would be all,
1: all girls Aloud. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah because it <laughs> Aloud is my favorite goes
1: aloud is my favorite
0: girl groups are my thing i can't do cheryl's accent i, I can't do any Good. accent i could probably do her welsh accent which i consider to be my spirit animal
1: but oh don't say I, spirit animal mary <laughs> oh for god's
0: sake oh for god's sake um don't say god don't say god
1: some people don't. Oh, uh, you know what? It's fine. I know. I know. It's just oh, okay. a, it's, so, it's a, you know representation. Uh, okay.
0: You know. Okay. Okay. I don't. You know what? I don't even. I. Okay. Great. Well, call them
1: patronuses.
0: <laughs> what you call me? Um, um, let's
1: talk about Katya appearing, uh, which was a great little surprise. I was not expecting this.
0: Oh yeah, I considered Katya to be like the Beatrice Strait of this episode, mm. which Beatrice Strait stole the movie network in 1976, yes. won the Oscar in 1977 for Best Supporting Actress, Definitely. had six minutes of screen time, mm. Um, and is one of my favorite performances ever. In any event, that's what I felt like this was. She came in and just was like a singular like energy. It was like, oh yeah, Katya.
1: Oh, completely. And I, I felt like Davina and Katya, thank God Davina won this challenge because... This was the match made in heaven. I feel like they are, they have the same energy. The
0: same laugh. They both do that, like,
1: yes, (laughs) kind of
0: laugh. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm I'm into it. I also, uh, we saw some Katya hands this episode when, um, when Davina DeCampo makes this shady comment about Cheryl being like, Well, Cheryl's advert was a bit scatty, but this was probably her best outfit. She has these like hyper flexed hands in front of her face.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. I feel like yeah.
1: that's very Katya in a way. Like it has the same energy.
0: I think that she may have done, yeah. Some, she does like similar things where she's, yeah, gets kind of rubbery in the, in the, <laughs> confessional, you know, it's just like, okay. Like, cause
1: she's either holding melons or she's like hyper flexed hands. Right. It's the,
0: it's the holding melons. It's Katya's mel- like, And, uh, that was from all stars too, is that, yeah. that Katya would always have like, it looked like she was holding cantaloupes. Right. <gasps> Oh, well, yeah. These melons, you know. I carried a, an a watermelon. Yeah, yeah I carried a watermelon. <laughs> so an
1: angel. Oh, so yeah. an angel. Uh, but I just love this, and I thought it was really good advice. S- some of the advice was a little hard to follow. I, what did you make of the all of your pattern thinking? Do the opposite. I didn't really understand that. Maybe I'm not supposed to because I'm not there. Oh,
0: I got it. I that's the that's the part where I was like, ooh, I know what she's talking about. Okay, I feel talk, like that is like all of your pattern thinking is all of those little voices in your head. They're saying like, oh, oh, don't do that thing. That scares you. Oh. Like all of your pattern thinking is the stuff that keeps you safe. And of like, Oh, well don't take that risk because people are going to like, think that's weird or you're going to be too vulnerable or, um, no one's going to get it. It's like, whenever something says, Oh, don't do that. You're going to make a fool of yourself. It's like do the opposite of that. Um, and I think mm. it's just a lot about like just not believing all of the voices in your head. Um, and I love, and I mean, Katya is so great at this because she, I mean, she just hits that like perfect delivery where she can be a little satirical. Like when she says, Michelle, she's an intern. You yeah. Know, like she does it like that where she's she's being kind of funny, but she's also being honest. It's very honest. serious. Yeah. And she's serious. She's like, you know, she's just kind of avoiding like being too cloying about it. You know, mm, it's just yeah. like, what if those people didn't matter and you were just doing your drag and it wasn't like, oh God, I have to impress Michelle. It's just, you have to be, doing your best shit and Michelle's going to watch and she's going to see you do that. But stop thinking of her as anything other than someone else in the room. Um, And I think that that's, I I think this was really great, really great advice. I think that Katya, what it like, I love this inclusion of her. It's like Alyssa Edwards being a choreographer. I'm like, Oh, look at you. Almost like an expertise. It's like, this is something I think Katya is good at is how to navigate the headspace of being in this competition because that was so much of her plot line was like, what do yeah. I do about the voices in my head? And we've talked about this is they should have somebody who like emotionally consults with these Queens. Mm. And I think Katia is like, what a, what a great choice.
1: Yeah. I feel like Miss Cracker might be another one of those yep. Queens that yep. can do that. Yeah. We got out of Davina when things don't matter. That's when I fly. And mm-hmm. I love that little quote right there. Um, it's interesting. Katia appeared on this week's episode. Speaking of the media kind of, fucking up gay people and our narratives and our stories. But like there was that whole drama, you have you heard, I'm sure you have, about you know, the headline being, you know, Katya spills the tea on RuPaul, says her experience was even worse than Pearls. Uh,
0: I mean, I saw something like that of like oh that she'd never I saw it, like she retweeted some headline and was like, "Ugh, fake news." Yeah. Um I don't even know what the real story is, but it's like typical tabloid stuff.
1: Right. They they took her entire story and words completely out of context and twisted them to be clickbait. And it's it, it's frustrating when I see clickbait. And again, thirst traps are clickbait A- at the expense of the the person that's actually featured in the article, right? If it's mm-hmm. somebody coming out and telling a really heartfelt story, but instead they use these like glamour shots. It's like, why do you need to use the glamour shot? The story should be what sells it. And same with Katya. It's like Katya's story should be what sells it. We don't need to click it because we wanna see what she said about RuPaul, right? Because we want the drama. It's it's tired. That's all.
0: Well, this is I think, you know, especially uh, this is what tabloids have been doing Especially to women for okay, just right. decades yeah. Of just like You know getting pictures of them at certain Angles or in bathing suits or whatever Like this is just like an extension Of that okay. of like you know Humiliating women in print you know
1: Wow, wow. okay Ugh. I Thank you for kind of clarifying giving me a different context to think about it in because that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it is yeah it's like it's like i don't know is it us magazine where it's like uh, it'll have like jennifer aniston on the cover and it'd be like jennifer aniston is so upset that she saw her ex-husband with angelina jolie right yeah and it's just like they caught her having this kind of glare on her face right
0: When really all it was was she was just like, you know, looking for her car in the valet parking (laughs) or she was about to cross the street and like someone was like speeding and she's like, whoa, I don't want to do that. But instead they, they say, no, that's Michelle seeing Michelle. That's Michelle. That's Michelle Visage. seeing Jennifer Aniston. See Brad Pitt across the street with Angelina Jolie.
1: Oh, please. And, like, they'd really see each other across the street with those sunglasses on. Like, well, yeah.
0: God. Well, <laughs> and it's, like, and who cares? Yeah, like, who it's cares? just. Who cares? You know, I mean, I think, I think whenever I see, like, tabloid headlines or you see those old, like, inquirers, like, the, in the supermarket, I think of, like, the audience for those. Or the unknowing audience, because I think there's people who read them, you know well aware of what they're looking at and knowing that it's ridiculous and enjoying the camp of it. But the people who really have believed that stuff or need to believe that stuff. I mean, I think this goes back to like, P, like what the Vivian was saying of like a lot of times I was just doing drugs because I was bored mm. and like this is an extension of that people
1: great connection
0: they are bored people would rather be distracted than be left you know to just feel reality
1: right that's like that's like reading uh, you know uh, uh, you know a thirst traps Instagram post instead uh-huh. of you know reading a post about the state of the world right yes because we're we're bored and we actually need to turn off and so it's easier to read those stories than others and again it i want to make this clear like it's at the expense of the the real thing that the article is about does that make sense
0: of the truth yeah it's it's at the expense of the truth yeah yes Mm -hmm. of reality yeah Uh,
1: anyway i'm having all my feels let's talk about this runway this rainy day eleganza what do you say mary yeah, yeah.
0: Let's uh, let's let's do some recapping in the rain. Um, <laughs> Davina was giving me Davina de Davenport. I'm getting a honey Davenport <laughs>
1: reference here with that, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, all I got because you know, obviously, it came out uh, was Georgie from it. So sure,
0: yeah. I got. Do I make you hornety, baby? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, it was it was a good outfit. It was um it wasn't my favorite on the runway. My favorite, no. I think, actually was the Vivians. Um, yeah,
0: I that's a good question. What my favorite was, I don't know if I loved any of these, but I the Vivians was great. But I don't. Well, we'll get through. So the Vivians, I mean, well, I guess just to cut to that one, um, cloudy with a chance of ham hocks because she's got those big old thighs, mm. um. Uh I Oh, that reminds me I was I've been rewatching some of Strangers with Candy and there's that one oh. episode where she with where uh she's a virgin again, Jerry's a virgin oh, again. I love that episode. And then she goes on their date with like sexy, disgusting Drake Rogers. Yes. Pizza, um, pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you got fifteen minutes to sh- shove some pizza down that hole, then it's camper time. <laughs>
1: Drake, Drake. <laughs> I love how she says.
0: Drake. I love, and I love when when um, when she says, "Why did you spread those vicious lies about me?" And he said, "Why he, why didn't you spread those, those vicious lies for me?"
1: Oh my god! That I, I also episode. love when that girl walks into the cafeteria, and then the, the like the mean bully goes, "Hey whore!" Yeah, and then we that goes, didn't do it. <laughs>
0: That's from the so that's from good. the episode where they that's that's from the um where they have the baby. Dizzy. It's when she and Tamala no, have
1: No, 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 no. That's from the virgin episode. Oh, no, it is Mary. from the virgin Thank episode. Thank you. Uh, oh, God.
0: Well, there's just so much magic in that
1: catastrophe. You know, Mary, I... I quote that. I quote that 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 episode all the time when I say, "You're worth the wait, Jerry. We all are."
0: Oh, yeah, and when she's uh, I... at the gym, yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I just I I also love the episode when they have the baby because there's that great scene in the cafeteria, oh, so which great. is where
1: I thought I saw yes, you was from. I know. That scene is so nuanced and so fabulous. I we mean, should... it's it's Ugh. it's so dark. It's dark humor. It's very very dark satire. And uh, and yeah, you, you just you know smoke a little. Smoke a little weed and you'll get right, right where she's what she's putting down. It's so good. I think to watch
0: strangers with candy and get offended is uh, well, you've missed the point. Like you've just you've they they, it there. This is on purpose. They it's like how far can you go? I love it. I just you know I saw you over there (laughs) talking to Jimmy Goosey, flirting with Jimmy Goosey. I think that's what it was.
1: Oh, is that how they say hi in In (laughs) Horville?
0: Oh why'd you have to bring the baby Uh, And she does that thing with her hands on the table (laughs) The shell game hands Thought you just be some me and you and me time Oh god uh... Colin
1: I can't believe We haven't talked about Strangers with Candy You and I in our personal life Have never talked about Strangers with Candy before This show, Really? I don't think so I mean we've referenced it recently Because of I Saw You but I didn't know That you've seen these episodes (gasps) This show was All I watched in college
0: Oh, this was—I mean, you'll—you'll you'll love this. So the infamous Joe Fox was a uh, roommate and old friend of mine. He and I used to quote that scene, like uh, from the baby episode. We would be like, "What? I don't get hungry or I don't get thirsty." <laughs> um, I'm, not it, I'm,
1: I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna. Oh,
0: <laughs> come on! And she punch, hits her in the face. I'm not gonna hit you. Terrible.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. One of my favorite lines to say is, um, oh, 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 there's two that just came to mind at the same time. But I love, uh, I'm damp as a cellar down there. Oh, yeah. mildewy.
0: I mean, I've always loved, I remember when the show first came on, and I remember seeing like the first episode when I was like 13, I guess. And I just remember that scene when she's in the, the motel room with Tammy, and she says, pee on me. And I was like, <laughs> What? Jerry, you're crazy. Pee on me. Pee on me. <laughs> Pee on me. I just...
1: I love... I think she says, like, hey, Tammy, when the lunch bell rings, why don't you eat, eat me? me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember there's some joke where she's talking to somebody and they talk about, oh, yeah, um, I have to go see the oncologist and she goes, oncologist, onk, onk, onk like a clown horn. <laughs>
1: Clown horn. No, no, it's a, a, a doc, doctor for cancer. Cancer, that's hilarious. That's also a very famous little uh, exchange between them. He's fixing the toilet in the middle of the hallway. It's right. Oh, she uses God. the
0: little toilet lid in the seat. Anc, anc, like <laughs> yes. a clown horn.
1: Like a clown horn. <laughs> Terrible. So good. Um, oh, that, so that good. show. That show is uh, was way ahead of its time. I'm surprised and we it didn't would never talk her now. It would never.
0: Oh no. I'm surprised we didn't talk about it when we did she devil because Deborah Rush is in that.
1: Oh, uh, yes, Deborah Deborah Rush. Oh my god. I I could I could talk for hours about her on strangers with candy.
0: I could take my time talking about Deborah Rush. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, thanks for that uh, <laughs> that lovely uh, trip down Strangers with Candy Lane. Yeah. We will do Strangers sp- with
0: Tangents. Yes, yeah. we
1: will do a special Strangers with Candy episode yeah. sometime soon uh, because I think that's a long time coming. But back to this runway, uh, I loved Cheryl's bitchy '80s CEO hair.
0: Oh, Cheryl! You know, I mean, they were making all those baked potato references, and this made me think of. And this goes back to again deep cut, but um, hysterical blindness. Okay. <laughs> It reminds me of at the end they're sitting outside on the front mm-hmm. step tanning, and she has that board yes. that has the aluminum on one side. And on the back, it says something like "Don't bother me, I'm getting a great tan." <laughs> and I just love that "Don't bother me," I'm, and Cheryl would say that "Don't bother me, I'm getting a great tan." Like right. I could see, uh, I, I wish I could do Cheryl's like she like chooses her words like when she says "blue hydrangea," like mm. that's the only hydrangea.
1: It's chewed up.
0: Yeah, yeah, blue hydrangea. She's a bit of a chopped (laughs) salad in there, you know?
1: Cobb salad,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cobb salad. Cobb. And, And I want to also credit the Mary who recognized that I'm not really doing a British accent. I'm only more familiar with an Australian accent, and not even a good one, but a Kath and Kim Australian accent. So that's the foundation for all of this. And I just want to admit that up front, that I know it's bad. I know. You do? I, yeah, you too. I know. I know. Oh, you know. do. Oh, you do. <laughs> this is the 90s.
1: Uh, um, well, anyway, speaking of the 90s, uh, I love a pantsuit and Baga certainly delivered it. I, You know, it's not that Baga's runways are, you know, Vivian level. But what I love about them is that they are so on-brand and consistent. I don't want to see her come out in something that isn't Baga because I enjoy this type of drag.
0: Yeah, I mean, I called this Oat brand oh, because <laughs> there's a duck, so it's yes. wah, wah. but there, there is that, like, you know, there's that Aunt Sally kind of drag that sort of, like, you know, that I love. I This look to me, I think Graham Norton had said, if I just saw this hanging on a rack, I'd think, oh, that's Baga's outfit. And it is. It's, it's that Liza Minnelli. It's that, like, you know, aunt at a bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, aunt at a bar mitzvah, for sure. Yeah, the, the kind of aunt. I mean, I could see, like, Brenda Vicaro in the 80s kind of playing this woman and sure. kind of coming up to you in a shimmy and going, oh, hi, hi, hi. I right, haven't right, seen right. you since the last bar mitzvah, yeah, yeah. you know? Do you know this song? Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you remember me? You know? And she <laughs> I remember you when you were I'm, this big. This big. And then she gives you a little gelt from her pocket, and it's <laughs> – It's melted, um, or like melt, but. (laughs) Uh,
1: Melt. Melt.
0: Melt. (laughs) Oh, you can melt. And she smells like white diamonds, you know? Oh, sure. Sure. Is that, I have to verify, but there is a certain um, middle aged woman perfume of a certain era. That I I've, I've just routinely when I'm when I'm surrounded by women like that, which is in every day in my dreams, but uh, in real life is every once in a while. It's that same perfume, and I always Mary, just Mary. Dis-
1: Mary, it's White Diamonds. It b- is right, by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor. Of course, these yes, have always red brought me yeah. love. <laughs> yeah,
0: Elizabeth one, Red Door. <laughs> That's art. It's, right? from the, yeah, it's from the. It's it's a gift set. Yeah, it's a gift set. <laughs> it's
1: a gift set. It's the one I wanted. Yeah. Red door, Elizabeth Taylor, red door. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor, white diamond. White diamond. Yeah, no, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah,
0: I just, that is, uh, so this look smells like white diamonds. <laughs> I actually would have been fine if she kept, like, if she went hyper real and didn't have, like, the blue makeup and whatnot and, and was just, like, a real, like, you know, Aunt Margie, you know, coming in from the rain like I want I, I think lean into that and just go full um, full ant, you know,
1: full ant. Yeah, I feel like all of her runways have been ant drag, which is great. You know, it's interesting watching Baga's runways because I think of her Snatch Game character and how she borrowed an outfit from Davina. I it doesn't seem like Baga's strength is the look and not that it's bad looks. It's just that it's not very diverse. And so when she got the brief for each challenge, she's like, well, maybe this will work. And, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah this will kind of work. And, you know, for this one, she puts an upside down umbrella on her head and puts a rubber ducky in it. And it's like, that's camp. You know, it's put a bird on it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's a little weird. Like, it doesn't all kind of make sense, I guess. Like, I don't need it to. But I, I don't know. I... I like what she's doing, and I guess I just feel like I'd be fine if it was a real regular umbrella that, you know, was kind of like a, a grandma-y floral pattern, and she had, like, you know, a, a nice, you know, grandma raincoat on. Like, I wanted to, like, put the umbrella in a plastic baggie mm-hmm. after she closes it. Yeah. Yep. Um You know, that whole thing. Almost, like, similar to, like, what the Vivian did with her, like, Queen Elizabeth look, where it's, like,
1: lean into those real details, you know? sure. Sure. Yeah, uh, it' baga. We'll see. We'll see what baga does next week. There is a world in which I see baga going home next week.
0: Can you imagine if it's if it's the. The Divina Hole. <laughs> I mean, what is it going to be? The Divina um, Hole, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cheryl DeCampo. I mean, I, it, yeah, yeah, De, I mean uh, yeah, the Divina Hole. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's. it, it would be interesting uh, if Baga went home. I also would be really sad if Baga went home after making over her mother, who I fell in love with, with just like three seconds of promo.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, I mean, this would be the challenge where Baga would at least probably be in the bottom. I feel like she's definitely going to be on the bottom. I just feel okay. like that if we're being shown that she doesn't know the lip sync this week, yep. I feel like right. there's pu- at least punishment there to prove yourself or to like succumb to that. And she's the least likely to, to turn out like a great look. Davina I think will be really strong. The Viv will certainly be really strong I, I see it coming down to Cheryl and the Baga next week. Mm. Cheryl and the Baga. <laughs> Cheryl, um, <and> <laughs> Cheryl and the Baga.
1: Cheryl <laughs> and the Baga. Cheryl and the Baga. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just crawled underneath my table. <laughs> oh, my God. Elton John.
0: <laughs> Cheryl and the Baga. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and when my, that happens that's I'm gonna I'm gonna say it over and over.
1: Yeah. Good, good, thanks, Colin. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. say it in an accent, will you? Well, I was just Cheryl Lyn the beggar. Oh my God. <laughs> I just want you to drop dead. Go play in yeah. traffic.
0: <laughs> you know there's there's a I have gotten now some encouraging tweets about this I know. About, I've seen So them. I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling my my oats, my wheats, my grains, my thins.
1: You know what? I'm not offended by your accent. I am uh, just thinking about all of the Marys and feeling their
0: pain. That's you all. just don't want to be associated with it so that when it, when the when it's, the response comes in, it's, it's like, not me. Not me. me. I've got my raincoat on. I'm dry. <laughs> and, you know, I'm.
1: Oh, well, I have plenty, plenty more for people to hate on and less to celebrate than yeah, you. Yeah, so... Kenny. Penny. <laughs> It's Penny Mitchell. It's Penny. Peggy. Click. Hey, it's Peggy. <laughs> Dear all right, Mary, it's Penny. It's Peggy. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All right, Penny. All right, Peggy. Oh, all right, Peggy. Uh, all so, right, Peggy. So let's talk. Um, oh, okay. Well, we kind of mentioned how Bagga kind of freaks out and Untalked. Vivian's kind of over it. I do love... Uh, Vivian just kind of yelling at Baga being like, Don't second guess yourself. Shut up and listen to what we're saying. Oh, and then I loved when she was just like, You know, no, go learn your lip
0: sync. Get out of my face. I'm yeah. having a cigarette. Like right. she was so, that is, that is mom drag. Mm-hmm. That is like storming out of the room. I don't yeah. care what you do. Forget about it. I and need to go fill the crock pot. Yeah. It's,
1: it's not even mom drag. It was like sister drag. Like they've been living together for so long. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of the – that's the reaction. It's like, oh, you've been doing this for years, you know? Yeah. Oh, (laughs)
0: yeah. There's definitely that of just – you know, it's kind of the way that, like, um, Dorothy would get frustrated with Rose, Mm -hmm. you know, on the Golden Girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, the Vivian wins, and I think Davina should have won. You think think, Cheryl should have won.
0: I think Cheryl should have won. I think that little third finger trying to find (laughs) – that is – that is great. one of the great. funniest things to come out of this season, potentially this whole show, was that little finger.
1: All right. The little finger. Not the, the big finger, but the little no. finger.
0: The, I mean, just to let you all know. <laughs> Game of Thrones is... <laughs> reference.
1: Sorry. It's little finger. Anyway. Wonderful.
0: Well, thank you. That That is uh, the best supporting actress of this week. Well, in your, opi- in your
1: opinion. In your yeah, opinion. well, I mean. Because oh, oh, Katya you- won it for me. <clears throat> Katya won it. Well, you
0: know, Katya was a strong nominee, and she probably won the Golden Globe. But to <laughs> me, or maybe she won the Oscar, but Cheryl's Finger won the Golden Globe. Or the BAFTA, you know, where you're just like, okay.
1: Maybe she,
0: maybe she won the choosies. <laughs> oh, she won a choosy, Cheryl's choosy. Best finger. Best I mean, finger. I've had yeah, some of nominees. I, you
1: know, my my nominee. Oh, you. Oh, that's funny, Colin. But no. Yeah. Speaking uh, of camp directors, <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, no Nina Bonina Brown's finger when she's like, mm. and she's nodding and she's pointing. Oh, at the reunion. yes, at the reunion. That's a yes, great it's finger. A great finger. Great.
0: Oh, finger. fingers of Drag Race that I love. Uh, oh god, that's oh. such a oh. great little oh. topic. I got another one. <laughs> Coco Montrese. Fuck you, Alyssa. Yes.
1: Fuck you, Alyssa. Fuck you,
0: Alyssa. <laughs> um, great fingers. Great fingers.
1: <laughs> Spooky fingers. Spooky
0: fingers. Uh,
1: there's probably so many other fingers. Oh my God. Now I have to look. Now I, I have know. to, like, just rewatch all. Oh,
0: God. I know. Mary's listening. What are your favorite fingers of Drag Race? <laughs> This is the most important question we've ever asked you.
1: Oh, oh we should have led with this. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> favorite fingers, or for our UK Marys,
1: favorite
0: fingers. Favorite digits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most desired digits.
1: Um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's. Uh, so this lip sync, I, I, I don't know how much there is to say. We get two death drops and Blue's hair comes undone. Yeah, and Cheryl I'm just kinda kind of like, uh, here we go.
0: Cheryl death bounces cuz it's a death drop and then you kind of like it it was uh it was oh this laundry bag's too heavy. Um <laughs> I think that blue it reminded me of Jessica Wilde when she was lip syncing against Tatiana and she was I mean that's a finger I didn't love was mm-hmm. when she was doing those like those disco fingers. Yeah. Um and then those rolls. Those oh, oh <gasps> I hate a I hate an arm roll. Oh, I hate an arm roll so much. What's the arm roll? Oh, it's I don't. I'm doing it now, but it's when you roll your like forearms when you're doing. It's almost like doing Taibo. Oh, you know, you roll them
1: around each other.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, she does in that lip sync where you kind of do from side to side. Okay, so, it's yes, a disco
1: move. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. That's a
0: great move. It's um. too much. It's, <laughs> no. No, it's it's one step away from doing, like, the swimmer move, you know? Okay,
1: well, you know, the swimmer move is also a move. Those uh, are just, like,
0: joke dance moves. Those are just, like, dance moves that you do at, like, a junior high dance when you're afraid to dance.
1: Right, so you need to perform them as if they're joke moves, not yeah, I'm like, just these joking. are my only moves. Yeah, yeah
0: I just really right. want to dance. Right, yeah. well,
1: and against Cheryl, for Cheryl, during a Cheryl song, call my name. Hello, yeah. this is all poetics this is all produced and it's like there is nothing it's like a thorgy moment there's mm-hmm. nothing i and i'm telling you there's nothing thorgy could have done
0: oh yeah this was this was shaz's all around yeah yes. this there was i mean and blue the first time i watched it i was like blue's really keeping up but then the second time i watched it i think blue probably like she yeah just Wild. she was just like missing kind of the energy she went too far and i think
1: she she was this like neon blur she was banging on the ground she was dancing too fast she was hugging cheryl i was like no 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 yeah wrong context it it was it it was not it wasn't fitting at one
0: point she like pantomimed cradling a baby and i was like i don't think that was the use of baby like (laughs) something doesn't (laughs) tell me like call my name infant Uh, you know i just don't think that's I don't think that's in the song. I think um, she tried
1: her best. I I love blue hydrangea. I'm kind of sad that she didn't make it to a makeover challenge. I think that would have been awesome because she can paint for the gods. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah,
0: yeah, It's kind of like uh, Trinity K Bonet not making it to makeover challenge. It was just yes. like fuck. Like that yeah. would have been perfect. Right. Um. Or um. Who didn't make it to the singing challenge? Something Wong. You oh, know. Oh right, right, exactly. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think that she had to have known, like, this, like, Shazza inception going on. Right. Right. She wasn't going to win. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I think that Blue went out with a lot of dignity. I love that she said, like, that's all I wanted to make you and my country proud. You know, like, that's I, – I, she left, and I was like, oh, what a great, like, what a great note to leave on. What a What a – Dignified note to leave on, you know? Yeah,
1: along with the dig, if we book you, I'm like, yes. Oh, that
0: was so funny. Yeah. It was so funny and like warm and funny and clever. Right. Like, yeah. it was, I think, there's something to be said for how you exit the show. And, um, oh yeah, she, she's she going really to nailed it.
1: blow up. She's going to blow up Blue Heights. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, full disclosure, because I haven't had reasons to think about it, I think I haven't had a full appreciation of what it means. Like, I mean, I know about Northern Ireland, but I don't think I've had a full appreciation of, like, what it means to be a queen from there, to be representing Northern Ireland, like, to be kind of going back home to that energy. Like, I think it's um, – I'll do my research, but I feel like it's something I'm more interested in. Of like, wow, well, what does that mean? What would be the, like – you know, not that everything has to be U.S.-centric, but what would be, like, an example of that? Is that, like – what would be a point of reference that I might be familiar with currently that that's similar to right now, maybe mm. in the U S mm. or is it unprecedented where it's like, Oh no, 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 that level of bullshit doesn't exist in the U S. Like you're not even going to get close in the South, you know? Right. Um, right. So I feel like there are so many Marys out there who could edumacate. So, um, help a sister out. Mm. Yeah. I know I can
1: Google, but like, I'd rather get a firsthand experience. You know? I hear you. I, I, yeah. And Marys are so kind and generous. Uh, that they'll be able to to help you out for sure yeah
0: oh yeah
1: Uh, natalie merchant realness on that one what was the play that was just on broadway that won all the tonys that i loved and i don't know if you loved as much um that that's about the irish republic oh Uh, the
0: um oh not the the water boy but no uh, the something man fisherman um, the ferryman the ferryman. the
1: ferryman
0: the ferryman yeah I just keep thinking of
1: that. And I know that's not, you know, it's certainly not Belfast, right?
0: No. I mean, I think that, though, it's like the only thing I can say is, oh, Caitlin. Yes. Caitlin. 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 The ferryman is about Caitlin. Like, Caitlin. Oh, my God. It's all I can say. Caitlin. I mean, oh. I love that name. Caitlin in the Ferryman, the wife in the Ferryman, is so oh, fucking the, just good. The
1: nuance of what she's doing with the the dress and the hands. Ugh, she was no, so she, good. She won the Olivier. Did she win the Tony? Uh, I think she did. Wait, you mean the in the Broadway cast? Yeah the state she came over from Laura, Laura Donnelly. Yeah, she came yeah. up from the first one cuz there was Sarah Green in the second cast. So Laura oh. Donnelly came over and yes, she uh she did not win Who the won? best leading role. No, that she was nominated. Uh-huh. She Who was won? nominated. Um what was what was that year? It was last year. Was yeah. Last year. So uh it was Elaine May in the Waverly Gallery. Oh, which
0: I understand because Elaine May is legendary, but I saw the Waverly gal- Gallery, and it's not Caitlyn.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so who? yeah. I uh, It was Heidi Schreck in oh. What's con- which is amazing. Yep. And yeah. then there's Laurie Metcalf, who was in Hillary and Clinton. Oh, I saw that too, yeah. I couldn't – you know, Janet McTeer in Bernard Hamlet was – uh, this was an amazing Annette Benning was also nominated for All My Sons Yeah so, like, I didn't see I, that Elaine yeah. May winning Laura Donnelly I mean it was it was a crazy category this year Well
0: and I think like What are the chances of Elaine May being on Broadway again Like I get it uh-huh. it's, right. And it's not a bad performance But it's just like It's more of that like This is an honorary Oscar uh, uh, Or Tony You know what I mean Like I just mm-hmm. didn't see it as like Oh man Elaine May changed the face of theater that year Right she's still responsible for Ishtar, you know, so, um, (laughs) never going to let that go. I've never seen it, but it's this like infamous bomb of a movie that she wrote.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, the ferryman, you know, Northern Ireland in 1981, it's certainly uh, a different type of tension than what's going on here. And I wonder how, yeah. I, I yeah, I think your your call to Marys, uh Irish Marys that can speak more about the firsthand experience is is a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh you know, it'd be good to know. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean this was this was a good episode. I think um I'm happy to see Cheryl still in the mix 'cause I I just I love that I feel like no one is more surprised that Cheryl's in the top four than Cheryl, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean I don't know. She kind of reads for to me. I Davina Baga and the Vivian I could totally see as as top three. I I think that's like very clear in how they're editing this. I the shock and and I don't think they're going to shock on season one would be to cut Baga.
0: Yeah, but I think it'll be Baga and Cheryl, and then Baga will have to prove herself in this lip sync. We haven't had to see her; we haven't gotten to see yeah, her lip sync before. Right, right. Um, Same with Davina. <clears throat> I was gonna say Davina will be one of those queens who goes through the season not lip syncing. Um, do you think you'll know, do?
1: Do you think they'll have a top
0: four, Mary? No, I I think Cheryl is too far behind the pack okay. for that to make any sense. Right. I think it's you know, and I kind and I I would imagine that. Cheryl going home if that's what happens I'm sure she'll do it with lots of grace because it's like I can't believe I got this far you know um <laughs> I just I'm I'm I, I can't believe how much I've just fallen in love with Cheryl Hall I mean I guess the namesake I should have expected it but uh you know I love a Cheryl <laughs> Shaz I love a Shaz um and I love a hole so I uh, don't know what I'm missing but it's uh, yeah, it's nice to see her in top four. I don't expect her in top three, but I will say the top three is one of the first times where I'm like, uh, I don't know, any yeah. one of them could actually. Any one win. of them
1: could win. Any yeah. one of them could win, and that's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: Usually, at least one of them, you're like, yeah, she's probably not going to win. But honestly, all three of them, like, it's that is one of the tightest top threes uh, I think they've ever had.
1: Oh, uh, good, good on them. Good on them. Yeah. and you know, season two's right around the corner, so. That's uh, right. Yeah, That's it'll be right. interesting to see the second iteration of this and what the queens who are watching learn and then go on and do, you know? Oh
0: yeah. I'm excited to see just more UK queens, more representations of that those traditions of drag. I'm sure they'll have a bigger, you know, bigger season, you know, more queens.
1: Well, you know what I wanna know? I wanna know, would it be such a faux pas if they had an Irish queen in Drag Race UK. Would that be such a faux pas for that queen, for their pride? But Because, you know, we've had Australian queens on, we've had Canadian queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, in Drag Race Thailand, there's queens from all over. So I, I wonder if, you know, Drag Race UK season two will include just queens from a, a larger region as opposed to just UK? Or is it like more of a sense of pride?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I was thinking of with Drag Race Thailand. It's like, yeah, they had queens from Malaysia and from Singapore. Um, and so, you know, and I guess, you know, Jeannie was, you know, from the U.S. or, you know, it had been living in the U.S. for a while. So, right. um, I mean, Drag Race Thailand was so different because they made such a point of like, we are open to anybody and everybody. It's not even about just like Southeast Asia. Anybody can come be in our competition. Um, mm. So I think that was why that was different. I don't know. I think that's a really good question is like, you know, when you, when we say Drag Race UK, like what are the parameters of that? Yeah.
1: Right. Like, I don't think it would erase the idea that there'd be a Drag Race Ireland, you know?
0: I think that'd be lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe it'll be hosted by Panty Bliss. Well, exactly.
0: Right. I mean, ugh. 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 Schlauncha, baby.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, Marys, I think we're going to leave the episode there. If you have any thoughts, any thoughts at all on this episode, I, I don't even know what this episode was called. Water commercials? Uh,
0: you know, uh, make it rain. You got to <laughs> sell it before you spell it. Oh, um, beep.
1: oh, beep. Oh, beep. Oh, you know what it's called? It's called thirsty work. Uh, thirsty if you, work. If you have any thoughts on thirsty work, Mary, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or wwwtasteofrealitycom backslash allright-mary. Uh, you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Also, or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1.
0: And you can get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance, or my podcast, Best Supporting Podcast, a celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanov. And you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all Mary. Where as a Patreon, you get like this episode comes out in the B- on the BBC and the next morning you get this recap instead of like waiting a week. So if you want that early even access, plus all of other bo- other bonus episodes, we do one a week, um, we're about to do Alien, uh,
1: then uh, patreon.com
0: backslash allrightmary.
1: Love it. This week's Last Chance Lip Sync is dedicated to the Vivian story Davina kind of overcoming all of the voices in her head and most especially for Blue Hydrangea who came on this show not knowing what was going to happen to her and now she can say lots of sentences uh, and more because she is a fabulous queen that I'm so happy is now kind of on my radar this is the Cranberries Salvation
0: Ugh, rest in peace rest in power Dolores I love same, this song same. me too
1: All right, Mary's. We'll see you next week. So ya.